It is BS.show. That's who we are. BS.show. That's our web address. People go, BS.show? What's .show? I had someone the other day say, is that BS.show.com? I go, no, it's BS.show. And they were confused. And you know who it was? Well, you we know, haven't put BS.show in. You know who it was? Who? One of Steve Miserani's kids. Okay. Never mind. You don't get that, do you? <laughs> no, I... Yes, I did, actually. <laughs> Remember, the years, don't be confused. Remember that we're dating ourselves by knowing who Steve Miserini is. Don't yep. you think? Don't you think? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I got to find something here. Hold on a minute. I'm working on my phone. Okay, here's my list. You know, I've talked about this a couple weeks ago. Ford Motor Company. And quite honestly, I'm a Ford guy. I grew up in a General Motors household. My parents always had Buicks. And once again, if you gave me a new Buick, if, if the Buick dealer called me up right now and said, Hey, Brad, we got a new Buick for you. I'd go pick it up, and then I'd, I'd, I'd turn around and sell it and buy something else. But anyway, Ford is doing really well to the point where their new Maverick pickup truck, pickup truck, which is like their small pickup truck, yeah, they've officially stopped taking orders for it. <laughs> really yes you can't they have completely sold out the 2022 model year you can't buy one i mean of course you go to most car dealers there's nothing on the lot anyway but in other words if you go to a dealership now and or you can order a car at most dealerships like back in the old days like my mom used to do but with the ford maverick they have so many orders for it that they've decided they're no longer taking any orders for 2022 and if you want to order one, it's going to be a 2023 model, which means you probably won't get it till sometime, you know, sometime late summer, early fall. Can you believe that? I can. <laughs> and the crazy thing about it is... People are so tired of not having choices. Well, the crazy thing about it is I don't think Ford has run one ad for this truck. This has all been like word of mouth and stuff on the internet and stuff like that. And, and I'm going like, unbelievable. And their stock is like through the, well, I shouldn't say it's through the roof. It's like 19 or 20 bucks, but it's done very well because of the fact that they have the same thing with their F-150 pickup truck. They now have three pickup trucks. They have the F-150, which they've had for a long time. And then they have the Ranger, which used to be a small pickup truck. Now it's a medium pickup truck. And then they have the Maverick, which used to be a car, if you remember way back when. It used to be a car. It now, did. And now it's going to be, and they were junky cars. I remember my mom and dad almost bought a Maverick, and I thought to myself, What's going on with my parents? They're General Motors people. They're Buicks. And, I, and actually, my dad actually, I remember this. My dad went to the dealership, and the guy let him drive it home to let, have my mom take a look at it. My mom was, ah, I don't like it. You know why she didn't like it? It had a radio in it. Two doors. Huh? It had only two doors. The Mavericks were two-door cars. I don't think you could buy a four-door Maverick. It was only a two-door, and she hated two-door cars. Yeah. So then, what did my dad go out? My dad go out and bought a two-door Buick, <laughs> which was my favorite car until my sister got it and did her did her 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 parking by feel. You know what I mean? You know, parking by feel. You know what that is? What is it? When you back up, when you hit something, you know you backed up too far, and when you sideswipe something, you know you're too close to it. That's how my sister parked, and just destroyed the car. There, when she got done with it, I'm not kidding you, there wasn't a body panel on that car that hadn't been dinged or dented or scraped. It was, like, horrible. And I wanted Sounds that. like me and my Ford Granada. What, you, you crunched it up? Yes. What, backing into things and stuff like that? Oh. <laughs> different things. No, backing into... You know, I'm doing something different today. 
You know what I have, which I got yesterday, which I am like tickled pink over. You know what I'm using right now? What? I have, I'm surrounded by computers. And I'm surround, I have my, my new iPhone. Not bragging, just that my old iPhone was like, what, it was like six or seven years old, wasn't it? And it was dying, you know, every, every morning I'd get up and I'd have yes, to do. Yes, it was dying a horrible death. CPR on my phone. I finally got a new phone. I got this yesterday and I'm using it right now. I got a clipboard. Oh my God, I love it. A clipboard? A clipboard. I have a clipboard I'm using right now. I'm taking notes on the show on my clipboard with my pen. And not just any pen, my Bic Velocity pen. You know, I'm not like bragging. You know, some people brag about the fact that they have a Montblanc pen. Or, you know, those pens are like hundreds of dollars. You know, I'm talking about those real fancy pot pens. Yeah. I have a Bic Velocity. And it is the 1.6 millimeter or the 1.6. I don't know. Is 1.6? I don't know. what it, 1, 1.6 is the size of the ball, which means it's like a broad stroke kind of pen. God, I'm in heaven. I got my clipboard and my 1.6 Bic Velocity pen. Oh my God, life is not life is 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 too good for me. You're cute. I'm writing right now. I'm writing stuff. I'm taking notes as I go. Okay, uh, now I'm gonna look at my phone. I'm gonna talk about something else. Uh, the smartest woman in the world said, "I had a car like that. I had an old couch in my garage, and when I hit it, I would stop, tore the paint off the trunk." So <laughs> she parks by field too. <laughs> anyway, we talked about that. Uh, God, there's something. Next hour, I want to talk about the movie Dirty Dancing. Now why? you may say, "Why?" You just said it. Why would? Why would I want to talk about the movie Dirty Dancing? Okay. Yeah. Wouldn't you say that that movie sort of transcends the age groups that when that came out came out in the '80s. And that movie is still popular to this day. And there are a lot of, shall we say, teens and 20-somethings that watch that movie. Wouldn't you agree? I would, yes. Your daughter, how old your daughter now? She's uh, close to, she's 38. Okay. If we called her up right now and asked her if she's ever seen the movie Dirty Dancing, she's probably said she's watched it numerous times. Wouldn't you agree? Yes. It's one of those universal movies that sort of doesn't get old and you're going to accuse me of, of it being a rom-com and that I'm a rom-com kind of guy. And it, to, a sense, to a certain extent, it is a rom-com. But I found this yesterday. I went absolutely fascinated about the backstory of this movie. And I am the guy that is always cheering for the underdog. You know, I'm the kind of guy that if there's somebody opens up a store next to Walmart, I'm the guy's going like, I'm shopping there. Because if that guy's got enough guts to open up next to Walmart, I'm saying more power to him. You know what I'm saying? I do. Because it's tough to compete with the big boxes. If you're a small hardware store, how do you compete with, with uh, Home Depot or Lowe's? Remember, we used to have one of our clients, Jailing Hardware. And he hasn't, yep. hasn't been in there with, with for a while. But cool little hardware store up on Main Street in O'Fallon, north of the tracks. Yeah. Cool place. You go in there and you find stuff. The problem with HD and Lowe's is, for the most part, they're very similar stores. Trust me, I spend a lot of times in those stores. They pretty much have the same products. Now, what's interesting is, if you go to Home Depot, they have Milwaukee Power Tools, and uh, and Lowe's doesn't. And once again, Home Depot has Rigid Tools because they own Rigid, and Lowe's doesn't. And for the most part, and even to the point where I like, get you know, Menards, and God, Menards has changed. You know what's interesting, though? 
they've got the same guy doing their commercials, been doing their commercials forever. And he sounds like some, some guy that you hear in some small market radio station in Iowa. Hi, come to Menards, and you're going to love all the stuff in the, on the, on, on Menards. Yeah, I'm a guy that I live in Podunk, Iowa, and I got this job doing the commercials for, for Menards, and I've been doing it for years. You ever heard their commercials, heard that guy? I have not. I'm going, who is that guy? You know how I know that? Because back in the 90s when I worked in, in Iowa, the guy was doing the commercials up there. It was the same guy. I'm thinking about, is this like a local disc jockey for one of the radio stations? Hi, I'm, I work at the local radio station. They pay me $3.20 an hour, and I can't make enough money, so I'm doing these Menards commercials. And they give me all the wheelbarrows I want. Wouldn't you want a lot of wheelbarrows in your life? Life is not complete <laughs> without them. I gotta write. I'm writing in my in my clipboard right now. God, this life is good. I got my clipboard. I'm just going to town. Uh, <laughs> the smartest woman in the world says, "You can't put baby in the corner." I'm telling you, there's all sorts of great lines in the movie. You will not believe the story behind that movie. To me, it's absolutely positively fascinating. There's so many different aspects to the story of how that movie almost didn't get made. And, and to the point of how it was made and where it was shot, once again, it's another thing like, <laughs> I told you the story that someone said to me, well, oh, you know, I watched that show on TV, Ozark, and boy, what a beautiful state you live in. I go, there's only one problem. They don't shoot that movie in, in Missouri that's shot in Georgia. All the outdoor shots are shot in Georgia. Same thing with, with Dirty Dancing. It's supposedly shot at one of the one that, what they called the Borscht Belt uh, place you know what i mean this is like in in new york and and don't get mad when i say this because this is the true story it's mainly it was a jewish it was a jewish custom where if you were like lived in new york city you'd go to one of these resorts for the summer and the rich jewish people went there and i'm not i'm not once again i'm not being disrespectful that's the way it was and one of the interesting little tidbits that that was it's in the story the screenplay was written by a lady whose father was a doctor and they used to go to some resort in the Catskills of New York so in other words this was almost like sort of autobiographical for her this is where her life was a young girl they would go to these they would go to these these resorts in the summer her dad was a doctor they made money they'd go to these resorts in the summer and they'd spend like a couple weeks there and it was all Jewish people and you know where the movie was shot? Where? And one of the places was an old Boy Scout camp in North Carolina. <laughs> Isn't that sort of funny? Doesn't surprise me. <laughs> and, and, and there's a couple other things. They're like, because, and I can mention the scenes, and most people go like, oh, okay, I know exactly which scene he's talking about. Uh, matter of fact, the smartest woman in the world says it was nicknamed the Jewish Alps, which it was. And it was and it was interesting because there were a lot of Jewish comedians that came out of that. There was they called it the Borscht Belt Circle, or the Borscht Belt. You know that the people, the comedians would go there, and it was like all these young Jewish comedians would go, and they would use their, you know, they would hone their 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 comedian, comedic skills on stage at these Jewish uh, places in the summer, and and that's what the movie's about. But it's a, and and the interesting part of it is that Johnny who was played by Patrick Swayze, was one of the poor kids. And originally, I'll give you this tidbit, originally, Patrick Swayze wasn't the first choice. And they had to change his background because the first choice was they wanted to make Johnny Italian. And 
Patrick Swayze. There's a whole interesting story about that, about the whole Patrick Swayze thing. I, you know, like I said, do you think it's weird that I think this stuff is interesting? Go ahead. You can say yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's weird. Oh. I just think it's you. <laughs> is this mic on? Okay. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, you know what? You know what time it is? Uh, time to make the donuts? No, it's time for... Sayonara, sucker! We gotta take a break. It's, it's 6.45.